0: Welcome to the Productivity Show by Asian Efficiency, helping you do
1: more and be better. And now here's your host, Zachary Sexton. You are tuned into the Productivity Show by Asian Efficiency. My name is Zachary Sexton, and today I have the founder of Preptish.com, Allison Schaff. Welcome, Allison.
0: Yeah, hi. Thanks for having me.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Last time we had you on, on episode 40, was Allison Stevens, so congratulations on the marriage and the uh, the epic little anniversary you had planned.
0: Yeah, you know, new name. We had a wedding, we had a honeymoon. Life's good.
1: <laughs> cool, and I actually got to meet your significant other maybe a month ago. You had had Nikita and I over for dinner. It was really nice, and it's cool. It's it, we're, it's fun to be in the same city.
0: You're an Austinite now, I was going to say, so congrats to you on the move. Well, <laughs> thank you.
1: <laughs> yes, yeah, I did it because of the people. So there's there's cool people like like uh, you and Brooks around, so got to be there. Uh, but yeah. just for for those who, who don't know what Prep Dish is or uh, didn't listen to episode 40, uh, you are a, a planner of food, so you, you're an expert at planning foods, and we're going to talk about how you can take a little bit of planning to implement some some healthy routines this year. So if you wanted to tell people a little bit more about Prep Dish, we can then outline some of the the plans that you have for this year that are going to help people eat healthier, uh, but not not go overkill, because that's something a lot of people do is it's January and they want to do all of the right things, and then by February and March, it's all kind of falling apart. So you were nice enough to come up with a list of things that are easy to do that will increase your health in 2016.
0: Yeah, great. So yeah, I'll just briefly, um, PrepDish is a meal planning website. The subscribers receive a weekly email that's a downloadable PDF. It's an organized grocery list and then very specific instructions on how they can spend two to three hours doing their food prep um, for the week. Everything is real food based. There's uh, nothing processed. I have a gluten free option. There's also a paleo option. Um, And then what we sort of talked about was I wanted to provide sort of some five easy tips on how to uh, get healthy in 2016. Do you want me to jump on into those or do you have other questions you want to talk about? No,
1: let's let's dive in. I really like the first one because it's something we talk about all the time for part of your morning ritual. So I'll let you explain why it's important to do.
0: Yeah. So the first one is, uh, drinking lemon water in the morning. If you haven't tried this, it might sound a little weird, but I promise you, if you do it for like a week or two, you will start to crave it. (laughs) I now travel lemons everywhere I go because in the morning I have to have my morning lemon water. Um, there's a lot of, Different reasons for doing it. Um, the lemon has, you know, different vitamins and minerals like vitamin C that's really good for your immune system. Um, I personally think it helps me feel a little fuller throughout the day. So it kind of helps with my satiety. Um, and just in general, I think it kind of helps me start the day on the right track, just drinking something warm and something that's soothing. Um, I've actually also started adding brown, ginger, and turmeric. So if you want um, level 2.0 for this, you could try the ginger and turmeric as well.
1: <laughs> what does that make it taste like?
0: I, I like the taste. You have to go easy on the turmeric in the beginning. I kind of like the flavor of ginger. Um, the turmeric is a really, really powerful um, anti-inflammatory um, spice. So I add it for those reasons. But I've gotten used to the taste, and over time I've slowly increased the amount of turmeric.
1: hmm so. Yeah. And, and you try. <laughs> And you said you do it warm. You heat th- heat up some water and squeeze a lemon in?
0: Yeah, so I heat up water. I usually do about half a lemon. And, um you can start with a little less. Um so I usually I think you could start with like a quarter of a lemon, squeeze it in and then I I do hot water. Um some people say you should really do more like lukewarm, but I think the I boil water in my teal ke- tea kettle and use
1: that. Okay, okay. So it's a different strategy than uh, than what Tan and I and some of the other people on the Asian efficiency team and followers do. We actually just I fill a water bottle the night before I've actually I'm holding it right now, and I'll add okay. lemons to that and then I drink that first thing. so it's it's cold it's cold to lukewarm water, and I just do it so I okay. can get hydrated for the morning in addition to getting a little bit of lemon in. But I like the ritual of heating it up and if you can add some some more healthy things into it, that's always a a good idea um just a little i'll put this in the show notes for people who don't want to cut lemons and squeeze lemons constantly there is a (laughs) brand you can get it at whole foods and i believe trader joe's called santa cruz uh, lemon juice and it's real 100% lemon not not from concentrate or anything like that and uh tan and i use that because it saves us a lot of time and cutting and cleaning up and things like that (laughs) so that's a little efficiency hack for you
0: I'm gonna need a lemon tree someday because I go through a lot of lemons. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, and sometimes, depending on the season, lemons can be a little pricey. That'll add up if you do it every morning.
0: Yeah, it's
1: true. <laughs> cool. All right, so that's your morning. You got the morning taken care of somewhat. Um, what yes. about uh, number two? This kind of moves to the a little further in the morning.
0: Yeah. So my second tip is, and if you are a subscriber on PrepDish, you kind of know all of my meal plans. I include a side salad every single week. And I like having a side salad in my fridge for a few reasons. Um, It's just nice to have in there. And you can, I use it just sort of to mix and match throughout the week. So if I need a side to sort of complete dinner, I like, to throw in the salad. But if I get to lunchtime and it's like, oh my gosh, I like barely have any time but I need to eat something, I'll pull out that side salad, maybe add some like avocado and some tuna or a hard-boiled egg or, you know, protein from last night's dinner, and I have like a quick and easy lunch. So, that's sort of the point behind having that side salad, but I've found having that in the fridge at all times is just sort of good for whenever.
1: <laughs> okay. Anything in particular, deep, lettuce or yeah, or? I mean
0: I always yeah, I usually always do some sort of mixed greens. I'm a big fan of arugula. I just like the flavor. Um if I'm really short on time when I'm doing prep day, I'll do blueberries and sliced almonds because you can just toss both of them in there with absolutely no chopping. <laughs> but I mix it up from week to week. So it depends I'll add in, you know, some chopped, you know, carrots and bell pepper or cucumbers or, you know, just whatever I'm in the mood for and whatever's in season.
1: Okay. So you just you chop a few tasty things and there you put it in and Wrap it up, or uh, you use glass containers, right?
0: So I use glass containers, but for the side salad, I actually just throw it back in the container that the salad came in. So there's no dishes. <laughs> okay. So I'll I'll actually remove half of the lettuce, layer in you know the mix-ins, whether it's blueberries and almonds or chopped up veggies, and then put out on top the you know rest of the greens and then layer, do one more layer of the fillings and then put that lid back on and just keep it in the salad container. So that way, one less dish to do at the end of the week.
1: Nice. What day yeah. do you normally do that? I do you do it on prep dish day, which Sunday might be a no- yeah. normal day for it?
0: Yep, that's usually part of my prep day. Um, a lot of times Sunday, Sometimes my prep day ends up being Friday if I kind of feel like I've had a long week and I can't look at emails anymore. I'll I'll do prep day on Friday and then get back and wrap up emails on Saturday. But that's sort of my personal schedule that I
1: do. (laughs) Uh, We've been ever since moving to Austin doing grocery shopping and Target runs on Friday nights. Sounds mm-hmm. really fun, but it's nice to not have some of that Austin traffic or the lines <laughs> that uh, that happen. So uh, that's uh, that's been Nikita and I's Friday ritual for a little bit is getting the food for the week and then prepping it uh, t- sometime throughout the weekend.
0: Um, yeah, no, that's smart. I really um, am a fan of avoiding the crowds. <laughs> so.
1: All right, so we've got lemon water and keeping a side salad on hand. What would tip number three be?
0: That's to rethink breakfast. I think a lot of times, and I know myself included, when you're short on time in the mornings, it's easy to grab for something that's really carby or really sugary, like a cereal or something like that. And that's just setting yourself up to crash. Um, There's actually research that shows if you have protein in the morning, you're more likely to eat less throughout the day. So adding in um, whether it's like a, I don't know, we kind of will mix it up, but sometimes I'll do not just like the typical bacon, but sometimes like a leftover chicken breast with just like eggs in the morning. Um, But I kind of mix it up and use leftovers sometimes as well so I can get some protein in in the morning and really helps with satiety throughout the day.
1: Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm a big fan of getting it's almost eggs every day uh but the protein in the morning i i would agree helps with those crashes mm-hmm. i used to be a long time sugary cereal eater and uh you could, you could really feel the difference when you switch things up
0: yeah yeah you don't you're not like needing to grab a snack every 2 hours so it's nice to get away from that
1: all right moving on to number 4 well this is a a subject we had talked about at length but uh, you, you can hear about it at the productivityshow.com forward slash 40, but you mention batch cooking again. So is there yes. any, anything you, we want to say right now about batch cooking that you can help them out for the new years? That's, I think the point of this list is to not overwhelm people. And, uh, I've, I've actually been talking with a lot of people in the dojo recently about batch cooking. And if you are mm-hmm. new to cooking or maybe don't have all the utensils or possibly um, uh, just aren't in the habit and you let food go bad, it, it could be a little overwhelming. And yeah. y- you you mentioned that it takes you about two to three hours. Nikita and I, it takes us on the three-hour mark, but uh, some people mm-hmm. were having were taking a, a bit longer. So what's a way uh-huh. can, people can ease into batch cooking without cooking every single meal for the week and being just overwhelmed and only doing it once or twice and then be like nah, this is too too much work i I've, I've got a weekend for a reason
0: yeah and actually i think you sort of just hit on that in the question and that's don't try and do 7 days a week of cooking on sunday afternoon even when i was a personal chef and i was doing every, you know i was hired by someone to do all of their cooking they would tell me oh well yeah we want meals for 7 days a week well that's not pro- not realistic that you're going to be at home every meal you know life gets in the way you end up eating out or Um, maybe you have like a quick and easy go-to that you do on Fridays. So don't overwhelm yourself with trying to do seven, maybe start with just doing, you know, two or three meals and getting those prepped ahead of time. So start with something that's more realistic and don't try and fit in seven days of, you know, three meals a day. That's, um, a lot to fit in in the beginning.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And I remember last time we talked, you said the worst time to ask yourself what's for dinner is. In the evening, so maybe doing a couple dinner prep ones because that that tends to be yes. the hardest one. I know for me is yeah, lunch. You could usually grab something, maybe uh, maybe you can find something healthy out out and about um, or in the refrigerator because it could be a little lighter. But when you don't have a good dinner, you're like ah, well, pizza. You know, <laughs> things seem yeah. No, dip- Dinners
0: right. are definitely ones that you want to have planned ahead of time. So, and maybe even just like, you know, if you plan out three that you have done ahead of time, then maybe there's two or three really easy, you know, dishes that you know you can make the night of, like um a lot of times we'll do tacos, like lettuce wrap tacos. So we'll just, you know, ground meat and some guacamole on the side and buy some romaine lettuce and you have tacos and it takes 5 minutes, but it you don't really have to plan that one as ahead as much. So,
1: yeah. Yeah, and if you have just a list, maybe of of go to easy easy to cook meals, um, you provide a monthly list for people. But uh, if they're mm-hmm. if they're not using your service yet, they they could just Evernote and or and clip things in there. Maybe find some two or three four go to recipes and uh, batch cook that, so they don't come to the end of the night and be like, uh, let's let's call uh, let's call the uh, pizza delivery guy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's the worst time to be making decisions is at five o'clock at that point. And plus, you're just kind of exhausted. You've make, been making decisions throughout the day. So you kind of get into this decision fatigue zone where trying to make another decision, you're just like, I don't know, pizza's easy. <laughs> so
1: yeah. Not to harp on pizza. It could be good sometimes, but just, not <laughs> sometimes. A, just not every night. <laughs> Uh, and speaking of not doing things every day of the week, uh, this this one is interesting. You say to ditch sugar and alcohol for one day a week.
0: Yeah. Um, and this may sound, um, I don't know, it depends on who you are, if this sounds really easy or really difficult. But this is something that me and Brooke practice. And that is usually on Mondays, we make sure we don't have any sugar throughout the day and we don't have any wine with dinner that night. Not to say there's other days that we don't have sugar and we don't have wine, but um, it's just nice to know that there's at least one day a week where we're not having anything. Um, I think it's also just a good sort of reset to be like, oh, am I reaching for you know chocolate and why am I doing that in the mornings? Or you know, just kind of noticing. It's really easy to Not be aware of the fact of how many treats you're fitting in, or if you're going to all these events that you're kind of like having wine every night and stuff like that. So, we like having one day where we call it our no sugar, no alcohol day. And if we happen to have something else going on on Monday, then we'll swap it for another day, but at least one day a week of that. And depending on the time of year, you can do a few days too.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and I think it would be especially for somebody who hasn't hasn't done any sort of dieting recently Mm -hmm. and just kind of eaten the standard American diet. Just taking one day off a week will help them realize, oh, there's sugar in that. I didn't, I thought this was healthy for me. I I didn't realize there was this, uh, there was some sugar additives to it. So it'll get you looking, it'll get you aware, and you could start to make some small shifts in your diet that, um, that you were eating things that you thought were healthy, but actually turns out weren't as healthy as, as they could be.
0: Exactly.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, I appreciate that. So just to run through it one more time, it's, it's drinking lemon water is to keep a yep. side salad on hand, uh, to mm-hmm. rethink breakfast, to batch cook and uh, starting maybe not not the whole week, not seven days, but two or three days, maybe prioritize dinner and ditch mm-hmm. alcohol and sugar one day a week. When it comes to breakfast, I think you you had a little special thing that you were going to give some of our our listeners.
0: Yeah, so one thing I like to do at breakfast is I do um, sort of like last time I did the Crock-Pot thing for you guys, um, is for breakfast I'll do this prep-ahead thing. I do a lot of hashes. I think we mean you talked about hashes actually last time too. But it's just sort of a combo of veggies and maybe some meat, and I serve an egg on top. But with those hashes, is you can. I have a handout where you spend two to three hours on the weekend doing all these breakfast hashes. And then you have like four or five breakfast options that are good to use throughout the month. And those are in the freezer. So you can just pull those out as needed. Um, and that sort of ties in with that number three, rethinking breakfast and having something that's a little more substantial and not as sugary that you can reach for in the morning. Oh, and good. yeah, and I've agreed to give that out to you guys. So I set up a um, page that the listeners can visit and download that.
1: Cool, cool. We'll make sure to get that in the show notes. It's prepdish.com forward slash Asian, correct? Yes, yep, that's the page. Cool, cool. All right. Well, I think we're going to keep this episode quick and easy. These are the five things you need to do. If you need to reference them, go to the show notes. If you want that breakfast, and I, I like to call hash goulash. I don't know why it's not goulash, but it's more fun to say. <laughs> if, you want, word. <laughs> if you want Allison's breakfast hash slash goulash, um, be sure to to visit that, uh, that URL. And I wonder, I didn't ask you ahead of time, did you want to do one more time of book, tool, and ritual that's helped you out, or did you want to leave it there?
0: I can do one more time. I, I, I came up with what I think are new, new ones. <laughs> All
1: right, then let's do it. What is a book, Allison, that has helped you become more productive or healthy?
0: Um, Essentialism. I really like that book. It, it's good to go back and rethink what are you doing and what do you need to be doing. So I'm a big fan.
1: I like that. It's so easy to get overwhelmed by all the "would," could, should, ought to's, uh, and uh, getting back to basics is is a good way. That's a great book. What about a tool or a resource?
0: I have been using Boomerang for email. Um, I don't know if you've, I'm sure you've probably talked about this on the show, but um, it's a way to send emails back at a certain time. And I am a fan of email or inbox zero and boomerang helps you get there for sure so it's been pretty life-changing i've been using it for about six months now and love it
1: nice yeah i don't think anybody has mentioned it i'm a personal boomerang fan and i I love sending out an email and like okay i'll get back to you in three months and then three months later oh it's back or uh if you're not sure if somebody's going to quite follow up with you you have it boomerang back if they haven't followed up in seven days or something like that it comes back to your inbox so you're right. It is a, a great tool. And it's I believe it's just on Gmail, correct?
0: I think so. I do think it's just on Gmail. That's what I use, Gmail. So,
1: cool. so if you're a Gmail user and use Boomerang, and yes. it's free up to uh, maybe 15, 20 Boomerangs, I've actually never gone over the free limit.
0: Oh, really? I, I have to pay for it. I think after <laughs> like two weeks, I went over the free limit.
1: Uh, <laughs> I had another application which I am so bummed to hear is. Uh, they're they're discontinuing it. It's called Mailbox by Dropbox, and uh-huh. our Dropbox acquired them, and it had a boomerang feature on it. Basically, you could swipe the email and it would come back. So I think that's what kept me under the boomerang limit. So I may be a paid user coming <laughs> coming very shortly.
0: I think it's only maybe five ten dollars a month, but yeah, it sounds like you're on your way to <laughs> being a paid user.
1: All <laughs> uh, right, well, yeah. it's always good to pay for things that, that actually help you out. Yeah. What about a ritual that's helped you out in your life?
0: Um, yeah, I mean, definitely my morning routine. We talked about part of that is the lemon water, but I have sort of a whole routine that I do in the morning. Me and the cat go on the patio and you know have some quiet time and the lemon water and some stretching and a whole slew of things. So that, that really helps oh, set the man. day, right?
1: And you've got that nice sunrise over the Ladybird Lake, Colorado River area. You can see all the people waking up.
0: Yep, driving to work, and I'm like, I just have to commute back inside. (laughs) Not so bad.
1: (laughs) very nice. Well, Allison, it was great having you on again, and it's prepdish.com if you want to find out more or to get that special breakfast goulash, prepdish.com forward slash Asian. So look forward to seeing you soon and uh, seeing around Austin, actually. And uh, we'll, we'll talk soon.
0: Sounds good. Thanks for having me again.
1: Thank you for tuning in to this episode of The Productivity Show, number 73. If you can believe it, we've been going on for over a year, nearly a million downloads. Can't believe it. It's, uh, it's awesome. <laughs> and, and thank you so much for, for tuning in. Hopefully this episode was valuable. One thing that Allison and I did not necessarily talk about, we told you what you could do. We told you the action That you could take, but we didn't necessarily tell you how to take it. We made it easy for you uh, lemon water in the morning or taking away that alcohol or sugar in just one day a week. But if you want to make things stick, it's best if you have a ritual. And now, rituals come with four parts. The first part is some sort of marker or trigger or cue, this gets you going. This moves you forward. This lets you know, oh, shoot, i got to take this action. And a lot of times there's markers in your natural environment. So maybe if you wake up every day and, uh, and, and go splash water on your face, that could be your marker to then go to, the, to your kettle, turn that on, and heat up some water for that warm lemon water and maybe add some extra spices to make things a little bit healthier. Then it's your routine just listing out the steps so the routines are what we talked about on this show finally there's the reward having some sort of reward especially early on is a great way to change behavior and a lot of times the things you want to do have natural rewards but you don't always see them in the long term so having a small little reward it could just be a you know a high five you give to yourself or something i use as a tracker called habit RPG or it's now called Habatica and I check it off the list that check is a reward to me and I get a little gold and I get a little experience I get to conquer beasts in in the game and it's, it's fun for me so having some sort of reward and accountability system that actually goes along with that reward is helpful then knowing all the necessary tools so that's why I was asking some questions like well where do you put that salad or, or do you use regular lemons or do you use lemon juice because you got to know the exact tools that you want to use for your ritual now if you want to learn more about rituals we are opening up our course once again i'm very excited to be part of some more group coaching to make a guaranteed ritual stick coming this year so it won't be something you do for a couple weeks until things fizzle out it'll be something you do for the rest of your life so if you're interested in changing things about your health or your work or your finances or your relationships I would highly suggest signing up for Asian Efficiency's newsletter. That's the only way you will find out about our rituals course, as well as our rituals coaching, our rituals accountability sessions that we're doing in the dojo. So if you can sign up there, just go to asianefficiency.com and get on our newsletter. You'll find out all of the updates. So that's it for now. And as always, make sure you plan, do, review, organize, prioritize, Eliminate the unimportant. Delegate and automate what you can. Focus on your most important tasks. Take care of yourself. Find momentum. Move towards your ideal. Achieve anything, but not everything. Enjoy this life. Do more and be better. Thanks again for tuning in. I'll see you next Productive Monday.